statements made on the Dr. Peter DeBet live radio show have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Products mentioned on the Dr. Peter DeBet live radio show are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease or illness. Information given by the host or co-host are the opinions of the speakers and are not intended as medical advice. Information on this show is not a substitute for medical advice and is strictly for educational purposes. Please seek the advice of your primary physician before starting anything new or following educational advice or opinions. This is Dr. Peter DeVent Live on Toginet.com. It's time to find out about your health and get your medical questions answered. Doctor, doctor, give me the news. Some of the topics we'll be discussing today include why America is facing a health care disaster, what the root causes are of your health care challenges versus symptom management, the holistic paradigm, how the spirit, mind, and body connection is critical in both the development of illness and the solution to illness. How emotions are directly related to physical illness. And how to read your own body like a book. The most effective medicine is to invest in wellness and live a holistic lifestyle. This is Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Toginet.com. And now, here's your host, Dr. DeVette. And good afternoon, everyone. Uh, Welcome to Dr. Peter DeVette Live. And uh, we're happy to be with you today. Uh, we are going to be talking about a very important subject, and it's it's about the rising toll of food sensitivities and chronic disease. Uh, what most people don't realize is that uh, we have an epidemic in this country of food sensitivities. Most people don't even know that they have it. So we're going to talk about what happens with food sensitivities, how does it manifest uh, in the body, and why are we seeing so much more of it. Uh, Susan uh, Spence is here with me in the studio, my co-host. Hello, hello. And uh, welcome to the show. And uh, also with us uh, is going to be Robin Rogers. And I um, don't know if Robin is um, on line yet. Um, Robin, are you there yet? I'm not there yet. So Robin is going to join us uh, imminently. Uh, so that we can also have her input. Uh, she struggles with some health challenges that uh, have, uh, as part of it, a major part of it, uh, food sensitivities. And so we're going to talk to her about those challenges and how we're going to be dealing with it. She just started uh, seeing us a couple of days ago. And um, so <clears throat> that, should, that should be interesting. So, Susan, uh, the role of food sensitivities... And, and chronic disease. What uh, what do you think? Is that uh, a major issue as you see it? I think it is a major issue for uh, a lot of reasons. It seems like uh, uh, everybody, uh, this is uh, reported uh, firsthand from a gastroenterologist I talked to last week, and he said that uh, inflammatory bowel is just rampant. And he doesn't know, you know, what comes first, uh, the inflammation or something triggering the inflammation. And uh, there, he said that there are a lot of uh, contributors. It can be food, uh, stress. Uh, he really didn't go into it to the, at the detail that you and I will go into it today, though. Uh, and it can manifest itself. Uh, I know this from my own experience and uh, the, a lot of the reading I've done, it can manifest in any organ system in your body. 
And the, the, the question here is, what percentage of people are sensitive to, to foods or have, suffer from food sensitivities? And, um, you know, that's, that comes up in so many different chronic illnesses. But uh, what would you say uh, in this country right now, what, what are the percentages of people that, that suffer from food sensitivities? I would say over 30 years old, I would say 50-plus percent. I think that's 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 a good estimate. I, you know, I'm so, I sometimes wonder if it's not closer to a hundred percent. Well, when when you think of all the contributors, uh, it probably is in in one form or another. Well, and and lots, uh, some people don't show any signs of it because they're pretty healthy and uh, you know vibrant and have lots of energy. So we don't necessarily treat it uh, when it's a low low grade, low level, <clears throat> but. Because of certain things we're doing in our society, uh, you know, I think everybody's vulnerable to that uh, possibility, um, you know, of, of food sensitivities occurring or being present. So, you know, when we go through a list of, uh, you know, chronic illnesses, uh, we certainly see that, you know, food sensitivities can aggravate um, and even be a major contribution to the development of, you know, the vast majority of them. You know, and even acute illnesses. If you think about, you know, uh, get, have, getting infections, colds, flus, ear infections. Um, you know, so so many of the conditions that we treat as acute illnesses uh, really have as a major uh, component, um, you know, the the food sensitivity uh, issue as well. And so, and so I think Robin has joined us, and I'm going to introduce. Her real quickly, Robin. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, uh, Robin is uh, from uh, out of state. We are located here in northeast Texas, but uh, you are all the way f- um, up north. Is it Minnesota? Yes, Minnesota. I thought so. But where where do, where do you live exactly? Uh, Pine Island, Minnesota, fifteen minutes from Rochester, uh, where the Mayo Clinic is located. Okay. So, um, now, Robin, your health challenges, we, we want to um, kind of bring that in uh, to the discussion because we're talking about um, food sensitivities, the prevalence of you know, food sensitivities in our society and the contribution that it makes to so many chronic illnesses. Now, you, you know, we'll go through your list of, of issues here in a moment, uh, but the whole subject we're discussing today is the fact that the majority of the U.S. population, you know, suffers from food sensitivities, and most people don't even know it. Um, so, you know, it's becoming more prevalent. It's playing a major role in the development and aggravation of most chronic diseases. And uh, we're also going to be talking today about uh, how to treat and even reverse some of these uh, adverse influences from from foods. So. Just uh, briefly, can you summarize for us the the health challenges that you've been dealing with over the past few years? Um, Migraines, uh, diabetes, hypothyroidism, depression, uh, to name a few of the issues. And uh, any any particular gut uh, gut issues? Um, Irritable bowel syndrome I was diagnosed with years ago and I have had a lot of problems the past year. Yeah, so 
so we're just going through that list, migraine headaches. Um, you know, we were <clears throat> going to focus exclusively on migraines, but I, I decided to, to kind of broaden it out a little bit. Um, but migraines, every migraine sufferer, you know, if you look at their tests, and if you do uh, what we call bioenergetic uh, testing, that's a form of data collection that we do electronically, we see major food sensitivities um, in uh, every single migraine sufferer. So uh, when we talk about migraines, you know, we're always wanting to know what the triggers are. And in your experience, have you noticed any particular triggers, you know, whether food-related, stress-related, um, cycle-related, hormones-related, um, anything that you've noticed that has a tendency to to co cause you to get uh, a migraine headache? Uh, sometimes after I've had um, a lot of sugar, stuff with sugar in it or chocolate in desserts, that will trigger migraine and certainly stress will trigger migraine. Um, I'm not totally aware of all the different foods that contribute because you have to go through and kind of rule out um, specific foods. And uh, I did keep a diary for a while and of triggers, and uh, it certainly makes a difference um, with certain foods. And so chocolate is one of your triggers? Yeah, I would say. That's, Sugar. That's a, that's a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you have to, I guess you try every now and then just to make sure that you still have that trigger, huh? Sometimes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I enjoy chocolate. Yeah. So you have to, uh, you have to balance, you have to balance the joy of chocolate with uh, the migraine that you get afterwards. Uh, right. <laughs> it reminds me of, you know, a hangover. A lot of people... Uh, drink and they get hangovers, but they still drink. Uh, they still get the hangovers. <laughs> but um, you know, it's just hard to to sometimes break the habit. But you know, the the, the interesting thing, uh, Susan, about food sensitivities and migraines is that you know, oftentimes the the migraine doesn't occur immediately mm -hmm. following the food right. uh, sensitivity. So, um, Susan, have you ever had uh, problems with migraines? Uh, I have. I would call uh, only a few of them real migraines when I compare them to what I see other people going through, which is, you know, profound light sensitivity and vomiting and, you know, all that kind of stuff and so bad you can't even concentrate. But I had a lot of really bad headaches when ever my bowel was real inflamed and I had a, a lot of food sensitivities. At one time I tested positive to like 33 uh, this was IgG and IgA antibodies to 33 out of 100 foods. At that time, I had headaches uh, every day of my life for years and years and years. And Robin, <laughs> it was I, just something I live with. Yeah, and uh, Robin, I, I don't know if you've noticed this, but what Susan just what <clears throat> what Susan just said uh, is very interesting because oftentimes, when you ask a migraine sufferer, you know, if they have any bowel problems, uh, they they may not uh, say anything initially, but uh, irritable bowel syndrome and migraine headaches go together. As a matter of fact, irritable bowel syndrome and a whole lot, slew of other chronic uh, illnesses go together. And yet most people don't know that they have irritable bowel syndrome because they just you know, live with 
the symptoms. They just haven't put a name to it. But have you uh, ever noticed uh, a connection between the two, like when your migraines occur, uh, that your gut is a little bit more disturbed uh, when that happens? Yeah, sometimes, yeah, diarrhea, that kind of stuff. Uh, and, of course, with migraines, oftentimes there's a nausea component. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, by the way, we're going to go to a break uh, right now. And when we come back from the break, we're going to talk more about uh, you know, the challenges that Robin is dealing with. And we're also going to be referring those listening to some, um, some sources of uh, assistance on how to overcome these food sensitivities and the chronic illnesses associated with them. So we'll be right back after this break. This is Dr. Peter DeVette Live. Find out how the flaws in our healthcare system are leading to epidemics of chronic diseases, including cancer and a myriad of others. Dr. Peter will be right back after these on Toginet.com. Are you ready to get your woohoo on? From business and branding to babies, best-selling books, and personal breakthroughs? Then it's time to tune in to Woohoo Radio, Love, Life, Business, and the Pursuit of Happiness with your host, Lisa Stedman. Wednesday afternoons at 4 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. Using her signature blend of inspiration, motivation, and kick-butt action, best-selling author and chief woohoo woman, Lisa Stedman, wants to help you discover the woohoo that only you can do. Lisa will show you how to create your signature woohoo way of love, life, business and the pursuit of happiness without losing yourself. If you're tired of a one-size-fits-all approach to career, relationships, and personal growth, get your weekly woohoo on with Lisa and her rock star guests as they reveal their personal stories of bouncing back from boohoo of rock bottom into the woohoo of love, life, business, and the pursuit of happiness. Check out her website, lisastedman.com. Join us for Woohoo Radio, love, life, business, and the pursuit of happiness. Wednesday afternoons at 4 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Hi, my name's John Martin, and I'm the CEO of this radio station. Recently, I began a life-changing weight loss program under the supervision and care of Dr. Peter DeVette at QHI Wellness in Tyler, Texas. The program that Dr. DeVette put me on is called Beta HCG. Now, 97 days ago, I began the program, and as of today, I've lost a total of 63 pounds. (laughs) You heard me right, 63 pounds in just over 90 days. If you're out there suffering like I was from being overweight and just finally are ready to do something about it, then the days of those long-term yo-yo programs are over. You can finally take care of the problem for good. I personally recommend giving Dr. DeVette's clinic a call at 877-484-9735. That's QHI Wellness at 877-484-9735. Or go online at qhiwellness.com and change your life today. And oh, by the way, Tell them John Martin sent you. Welcome back to Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Toginet.com. He'll answer your health care and medical questions and share with you his knowledge and opinions on topics ranging from holistic health care to spirituality and wellness. Let's get back to the show. It's Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Toginet.com. Here again is your host, Dr. Peter DeVette. And we're back. You're listening to Dr. Peter DeVette Live. And uh, in the studio with me is uh, Susan Spence, uh, my uh, lovely co-host. And uh, also with us, uh, the lovely Robin Rogers, all the way from Minnesota, down here in northeast Texas. Uh, giving us an opportunity to help her 
with her chronic health challenges, including migraine headaches. Um, and uh, Robin, you also mentioned diabetes. Um, so you have uh, type 2 uh, diabetes, is that correct? Exactly. So, so in other words, yours, your diabetes is related to insulin resistance. And we know for a fact that actually both type 1 and type 2 is associated with food sensitivities. Um, so uh, type 1 diabetes, for example, we know that uh, a lot of most people with type 1 are allergic to dairy, a component of dairy. Um, that may be one of the triggers, maybe not necessarily the trigger, but one of the triggers of the autoimmune process uh, that takes place. There's some, some research that has been done. Uh, that shows a possible connection there. But with type 2, any food you can think of can be part of that uh, food sensitivity process that that uh, contributes to increased insulin, insulin resistance. And uh, again, um, Robin, I was going to ask you, do you, do you ever check your blood sugars regularly? or? Is I used to check them three times a day, but um, the endocrinologist I'm working with... Uh, said my numbers are very well controlled, so I test um, like twice a week. So. And, and when you test now, what, what does it run? Um, anywhere from 97 to 110 in the morning and anywhere from um, 115 to 150 after two hours after a meal. So... So that's that. You know, in terms of being a diabetic, that's pretty good control. And um, when we look at your hemoglobin A1C numbers, the the number that gives us the three month window, that, that shows that you're averaging a pretty good level. Um, I, don't, I don't know exactly what that translates to. I think you were, were a five point eight. So so that's probably about um, one hundred and ten uh, blood sugar average. You know, which which puts you in normal range. Um, but you're still in, you know, if you were not, if you didn't have a history of type 2 diabetes, we would say you're, you're glucose intolerant, uh, not diabetic yet. So you have to be up above a 6.5 or so on the hemoglobin A1C to be classified as a diabetic. But um, in other words, you've done some great work in uh, reversing your problem. You're still on one medication, is that correct? Right, Victoza. And uh, and the, so you know the the bottom line is that um, you know that uh, you may very well be able to come off of that medication if you continue to do the good work that you've been doing. As a matter of fact, if you were to stop that drug right now, uh, you may very well still be under relatively good control if you get your food sensitivities under control. Um, and the gut problems that are associated. Now, Susan, you, you mentioned something really, really important earlier, and that's the gut connection with, um, you know, with migraines. You know, we know there's a gut connection with diabetes, and there's a gut connection with pretty much every chronic illness, and as we said, even uh, acute illnesses. So uh, just expand on that a little bit, you know, the, uh, leaky gut syndrome or increased gut permeability disorder and the role that that plays in chronic illness and how food sensitivities kind of get involved in that process. Um, an increased uh, gut permeability, that's a fancy way of saying that your food is getting into your bloodstream and it's 
uh, not totally digested. When food is not totally digested, there are proteins that are foreign to the body, just the same as a virus or a bacteria or, or something like that getting into your bloodstream. Uh, food is supposed to be broken down into its simplest components, uh, amino acids for the protein part. And when that doesn't happen, your body recognizes it and mounts a defense against it. And it can manifest in uh, any organ system. You could see uh, autoimmune problems, um, headaches, migraines, uh, GI upset, constipation, diarrhea, reflux, uh, post-nasal drips, sore throat, sinusitis, ear infections, uh, eustachian tubes stopping up, brain fog, eye irritations, cardiac instability, um, blood sugar fluctuations, arthritis, uh, adrenal stress, which causes thyroid stress eventually, um, fatigue, increase in infections, skin problems, uh, with eczema, hair loss, uh, bone loss, muscle loss, sleep problems, depression, anxiety, and uh, give me some more time and I could probably come up with some more. You can just take the whole, uh, the whole body. The CPT code book and go through every disease. And it's true. I mean, if you, you can take organ system by organ system and you can see how this affects those those organs, you know, from the kidneys, you know, with autoimmune kidney diseases to uh, kidney failure uh uh, patients, you know, to liver disease, you know, uh, brain uh, neurological disorders, Parkinson's, you know, Alzheimer's, and and so forth. Uh, so even memory is affected by leaky gut syndrome. And, uh, you know, somebody once said that death starts in the gut. You know, get, death begins in the gut, and it's probably true because the common pathway, the common detox uh, pathway through the body, that and the bladder, you know, the urinary tract system, and uh, everything has to go through one of those two systems, toxins-wise. Well, the skin does its part, too, and the lungs. But uh, you know, we, we normally look at those two organ systems as the, as the main ones that have to be very, very healthy in order for um, the body to be healthy. So, uh, Robin, you know, when, when we talk about your diabetes, for example, I don't know if you've ever noticed... Uh, but when you were first diagnosed, fluctuations in your blood sugar, did you ever color, correlate those with certain foods? Uh, no, not well. Uh, the the more uh, sugar laden foods that you eat, the the higher your your uh, blood sugar reading goes. And I've you know tested my blood sugar after immediately after eating a meal and. Uh, it's been well up in the high 200s, like 285, and so they want you to wait like two hours in between. From have you ever tested your your blood sugars right after a meal and uh, with different foods, eating different uh, types of foods? Yes, I have. Um, I find that it's uh, lower. W- when I'm consuming more uh, organic raw vegetables and uh, le- less fruit um, that that are not high in glycemic index, so. And it's interesting because um, you know when you really start looking at the average diabetic, what you'll notice 
And you have to look for this because, uh, you know, like Robin has actually done a little experimentation on herself, um, you know, in this regard, you know, with certain foods, just checking a blood sugar right after and seeing how high it goes with certain foods. And, and you're right, you know, we typically think that sugar is the major culprit, but it turns out that, um, you know, being sensitive to a food uh, can aggravate or increase blood sugars just as much as eating pure sugar. So, for instance, if uh, if you are sensitive to chicken and you eat chicken, even though chicken has very little sugar in it, um, you know, that can spike your blood sugar through the roof. On the other hand, if you eat, um, you know, pure cane sugar and if you're not sensitive to it, you may not find as high a spike. You know, so it's very interesting that, um, you know, that uh, food sensitivity is, is seems to be uh, the component of uh, the problem that is, you know, um, least uh, identified, but you know, most egregious. And and as it happens, most people are sensitive to cane sugar. Most people are sensitive to high fructose corn syrup. And uh, you know, Robin, we talked about that uh, during your visit this morning. But uh, you know, in our food supply today, we have a massive amount of high fructose corn syrup being used as a sweetener. And um, you probably know why, don't you? It's cheaper to make the high fructose corn syrup. Exactly. It's yeah. you know it's a byproduct of the uh, the um, the government supported corn industry or the government subsidized corn industry. So it's such a cheap byproduct that um, you know they want to do something with it, and they might just as well put it in our food supply all over the place. And uh, as a result, we're seeing tremendous problems uh, with you know these chronic illnesses. And it's not just the, the fructose, but it's where it comes from. So you know, fructose comes from fruit. It's not nearly as big a problem as when it's coming from corn. But there's also a threshold effect. You know, so if we get uh, more than a certain amount of high fructose corn syrup, uh, in or high fructose uh, sugars, uh, you know, then uh, that uh, has a dr- dramatic uh, adverse impact on insulin resistance. So, um, so uh, we are, we're going to be going to another break, and when we come back from the break, we're going to go into more health challenges. Again, what we can do about these these uh, leaky gut issues and um, you know, food sensitivity issues, how do we reverse those, and what ha- impact does that reversal have on chronic disease patterns? Also, want to just to remind everybody that you can go to our website at shopqhi.com, shopqhi.com, and we have a repair kit on the website, and it'll be under package specials. Go to package specials on the left-hand margin when you get to the the page, the front page of the website, and go to irritable bowel syndrome, uh, irritable bowel syndrome, uh, and that protocol is actually the, re- the repair kit for leaky gut syndrome. It has um, a, a combination nutrient uh, that I will explain a little bit later, and also a homeopathic combination there to help in the repair. So um, you can also give us a call at 877-484-9735, 877-484-9735. We'll be right back. This is Dr. Peter DeVette Live. Find out how the flaws in our healthcare system are leading to epidemics of chronic diseases, including cancer and a myriad of others. 
Dr. Peter will be right back after these on toginet.com. Boost your life force and enhance your health today with Life Force Naturals. This product is a superb combination of all natural super green foods, berries and herbs that contain the entire spectrum of vitamins and minerals, and much, much more. Packed with chlorophyll, enzymes, vitamins, minerals, plant-based antioxidants, fiber, and a powerhouse of therapeutic herbal components, Life Force Naturals may also help you detox by optimizing liver, kidney, and gut function, giving you antioxidant protection, help reduce inflammation, help your immune system, your resistance against cancer, and your protection against heart disease. Life Force Naturals also has antifungal, antibacterial and antiviral properties life force naturals a cut above any commercially available multi-nutrient combination to order your bottle of life force naturals call 877-484-9735 that's 877-484-9735 or shop online at shophealthybody.com help your body get rid of disease causing inflammation today with flam away presented to you by devet wellness Flamaway is made up of a superb combination of inflammation-fighting herbs, including turmeric, ginger, boswellia, resveratrol, and bromelain. Inflammation is the mechanism by which most pain in the body springs forth, and it's a central component of most disease creation in the human body. Flamaway reduces inflammation and often pain, and contributes to better heart and blood vessel health and immune system function. Also, great for many with arthritis, headaches and back pain, sore muscles, sports injuries, and any conditions involving inflammation. If you're a victim of inflammation, get your supply of flam away today by calling 877-484-9735 that's 877-484-9735 or go online at shophealthybody.com welcome back to dr peter devet live on toginet.com He'll answer your health care and medical questions and share with you his knowledge and opinions on topics ranging from holistic health care to spirituality and wellness. Well, let's get back to the show. It's Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Toginet.com. Here again is your host, Dr. Peter DeVette. And we're back. You're listening to Dr. Peter DeVette Live. Again, uh, Susan Spencer in the studio, Robin uh, Rogers with us. Also, you're on the program today. Uh, you're out of the clinic. You're in uh, Northeast Texas. We are. Uh, we practice integrative medicine here in Northeast Texas in the city of Tyler, uh, Texas. So if you have any chronic health challenges or health issues that you have had a hard time uh, get finding answers to, uh, that is the reason for our existence is to help those uh, in need you know, of better medical care. Unfortunately... Uh, Susan, you know, conventional medicine is all about treating symptoms, not treating causes. Right. And this cause that we're talking about today is is absolutely critical to address because we're seeing a massive increase in the incidence of uh, food sensitivities. And again, most people have no clue because most of the symptoms of food sensitivities are not immediate. It's uh, easy enough um, to know that you're sensitive to something if your lips swell up right after right. you eat it. Or you know your tongue gets numb, or your you know or you break out in a rash, or you go into anaphylactic shock. So those are what we call immediate food sensitivities, and uh, much more rare, fortunately, than uh, the delayed sensitivities that we see uh, as a result of foods. And by the way, as far as testing goes, very very hard to test for these things in conventional medicine, because typically they do blood work or they do skin testing. Um, 
and both are woefully inadequate to really um, track down uh, these particular food, uh, food sensitivities, and and they're often not even that that accurate. So if you see, um, you know, for instance, an IgG type blood test where they look for antibodies against f- certain foods, most of the food sensitivities that that are significant are not um, immune uh, immunoglobulin mediated. Um, they are cell mediated, and um, you know so. And then if you do skin testing, you're not even testing for the most important antibody that actually is involved with food sensitivities. You, you had something to share about that. Oh, yeah, that would be the IgA antibodies, cell, cell mediated right. so, on the mucosal wall. So there's different uh, types of antibodies, IgA, IgG, IgM, and the IgA antibodies are made in the gut in response to infections in the gut, in response to food uh, foods that are partially digested or not fully digested, as you were saying earlier. Um, and so you know, when you do skin testing, you're not even testing for those. You're actually testing for the IgG uh, component um, and the, the IgM component. Oh, sorry, actually mainly the IgE. Yeah, so mainly the IgE component. So if you have immediate food sensitivities or immediate allergies, um, that's going to be the, you know, uh, the the fraction you're going to be testing for when you do uh, skin testing. So, so and even the the cellular immune um, test, you know, the the test like the Olcat that actually looks at cell cellular immunity is not, uh, you know, it's not the whole story, you know, because um, you know lots and lots of people have food sensitivities. When we start looking clinically and when we start looking with bioenergetic testing. Or what we do a year in our office, Zyto uh, testing or data accumulation. Um, you know, we see far more um, foods that 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 people are sensitive to. The other problem with blood testing is you just can't do a test for 300 foods. You know, on a blood test because number one, it would be mm-hmm. prohibitively expensive, and uh, number two, you would need a lot of blood. You know, so <laughs> most people don't want to give up that much blood. So. So if when you when you're doing a bioenergetic testing, you actually get a much more accurate picture. And another very challenging uh, key here is that uh, food sensitivities drift. There's a drift that takes place. So what you're sensitive to today is not necessarily what you're sensitive to to tomorrow. And it's seasonal too, depending on what you what you eat in season. And if you haven't eaten it since last year, you might not even test positive for it yeah. when you are. And, and you mentioned this to me the other day um, about celiac disease that, you know, oftentimes, you know, the, the test will go negative after a while. You know, if somebody has just not had any gluten mm-hmm. for a long time. And by the way, that's one of the worst food sensitivities out there is celiac disease. Maybe uh, maybe you can share with us real quickly what what that is, and uh, you know what the symptoms are, and how does that manifest? Celiac disease is an autoimmune response to one of the protein components in barley, wheat, and rye, and some people say oats. Uh, some some no on the to the oats. Uh, your body uh, mounts an IgA <clears throat> mucosal defense against um, gluten and what that does is it interferes with a part of protein repair and the antibody is called anti-tissue transglutaminase 
and it is an autoimmune antibody, and it's really important if you do have uh, celiac disease to stay away from it because people who have celiac disease and they continue to eat and dabble in it have a really, really greater chance of having a poly, what do you call it when you have poly autoimmune, like you can have um, poly, poly, it's, it means multiple autoimmune problems. You can have diabetes, you can have uh, pancreatic disorder, you know, um, a, lot of, uh, a lot of problems. It reminds me of the mixed connective tissue diseases, for example, where you have multiple connective tissues involved with autoimmune disease, and you know, those do go together very often. In the United States, uh, I think it's a lot quicker now because it's uh, been publicized a lot. But a few years ago, when I was working on trying to find out what was wrong with me, the average length of time, and this is if you were aggressive about keeping on and on and on going to a doctor, was 10 years on the diagnosis. And uh, that's just kind of ridiculous. And then the first thing that you're diagnosed with is uh, adrenal dysfunction and... um, Uh, What was I going to say? Anxiety. Those are the two most common things that people are diagnosed with before they get the diagnosis of celiac disease. Uh, And, you know, so so that raises a very interesting question. And, Robin, uh, I was going to ask you this. Um, You know, do you you have any uh, psychological or psychiatric diagnoses that uh, that you've been dealing with? Yes. um, Mainly depression right now. Yeah, and, and so anxiety and and anxiety, mm-hmm. um, and so when we look at uh, the effects of food sensitivities, even on on the psyche or emotions, uh, you know, it is absolutely dramatic. So, uh, you know, and uh, sometimes it's mediated through the adrenals, uh, sometimes um, you know directly uh, through the brain. So uh, when we see leaky gut syndrome, it's also often associated with. Um, leakage through the the blood-brain barrier. So the blood-brain barrier is getting disrupted more and more in our society. And and by the way, this begs the question, why is that happening? And and, uh, another great influence on the gut that is going undetected in most people is the influence of factors like uh, EMFs, electromagnetic fog. We're all bombarded, doesn't matter where you are on the planet these days, uh, with electromagnetic fog, sometimes close up, you know, with, um, you know, the tools that we use like Wi-Fi, you know, uh, cell phones and uh, portable phones. As a matter of fact, the two worst uh, objects that you have in your home is probably your portable phone, number one, and then secondly, your your Wi-Fi. And of course, these days, your neighbor's Wi-Fi's too and everybody's (laughs) Wi-Fi's. If you have a cell phone, like an iPhone, you can actually see how many uh, Wi-Fi's there are, even when you just drive down the street. Uh, you know, you can tap into just about anybody's Wi-Fi unless you, you know, don't know the code uh, to get in. But um, also, if you think about radar stations, you know, if uh, if you live in an area where weather radar, you know, is uh, impacting you, um, you know, that uh, that also. Uh, has a profound effect, or if you live close to an airport, you know where they have the radars uh, active. You know, by the way, that's how they discovered how to microwave food. Is somebody got burned standing in front of a radar? You know, when the radar was first uh, discovered, and and uh, GE uh, took that 
concept, you know, that poor guy that was, you know, had third, third degree burns over most of his body oh, and, um, and uh, started to help, you know, developing devices that could cook our food. And that's another huge one. And Robin, um, you know, you, you're aware of this one too, but microwaving foods, not very healthy when it comes to the gut. What, uh, what do you know about that? Um, well, I actually got, we got rid of our microwave, so we just used the stove because we were finding that uh, it wasn't good for us. And uh, I, I just, my grandmother didn't have a microwave, and so she used the stove, and um, it's just easier. Yeah, and, and if you think, uh, you know, if you look at a country like Russia, in Russia, uh, as if, I, if I'm right on this, they, to this day they haven't approved microwaves or microwave ovens uh, in, in Russia. You know, so the Russians actually did the experiments when uh, GE first came out with microwave ovens. And, um, you know, the, the Russians were skeptical of American technologies in uh, those days ba way back when. And uh, they did not allow that technology in. You know, as it turns out, it's you know it's, it creates a huge problem. In Scandinavian countries, they don't allow uh, computers to have uh, Wi-Fi or network. They all have to be hardwired in in the schools. Wow! So, so uh, you know, it's, it's so these are things that are happening to us that we have no uh, control over. Although we can do some things to protect ourselves and. Uh, we're going to go to another break here in a moment, and when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about, uh, you know, uh, protecting ourselves against some of these uh, adverse influences. We're also going to talk about GMO foods, and uh, the first thing we're going to do after the break is talk about repairs to the gut. How do we repair um, the gut? How do we reverse um, food sensitivities? How do we help somebody like Robin uh, get uh, massive control over all of these health challenges that she just uh, spoke about? Um, on the on the program, uh, so uh, by the way, for those of you that, that don't have a copy of my book, Heal Thyself, Transform Your Life, Transform Your Health, I lay out uh, all these things in my book in in uh, significant detail. And uh, at the end of the, the last part of the book, we go through what's called the Cure: Your Guide to Miraculous Healing, and you can get a, get the book at shopqhi.com or eight seven seven four eight four nine seven three five. We'll be right back after this break. This is Dr. Peter DeVette Live. Find out how the flaws in our health care system are leading to epidemics of chronic diseases, including cancer and a myriad of others. Dr. Peter will be right back after these on toginet.com. Tired of achy joints inhibiting your ability to get around, exercise, or even enjoy your life? Having healthy joints should be a given for most people, even those older in age. There's nothing that says you should settle for anything less than strong, healthy joints. DeVette Wellness Comprehensive Joint Formula contains powerful nutrients like glucosamine, which is scientifically proven to help joints heal. 
a powerhouse of additional herbs and nutrients including MSN, muswellia, ginger root, horsetail extract, and hyaluronic acid that makes this a phenomenal combination in helping support joint health. Help your body rebuild cartilage, reduce joint swelling, stiffness, inflammation, and pain today with the Vet Wellness Comprehensive Joint Formula. Get your supply of comprehensive joint formula today by calling 877-484-9735. That's 877-484-9735 or go online to shophealthybody.com. Are you frustrated with the health of your digestive tract? Tired of heartburn and reflux symptoms? Sluggish or missing gallbladder? gas, bloating, or irritable bowel syndromes? If you feel your ability to digest food is not quite up to snuff, then try out DeVette Wellness Digestive Optimizer Formula. Digestive Optimizer Formula is packed full of digestive enzymes, ox bile, and acid precursors to help you digest carbs, fat, and protein. If your stomach feels too acidic for step one, then do step two first. Step two is a product called Glutagenics, which contains aloe, licorice root, and L-glutamine. Take charge of your digestive health today. Call 877-484-9735. That's 877-484-9735. Or shop online at shophealthybody.com. Welcome back to Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Toginet.com. He'll answer your health care and medical questions and share with you his knowledge and opinions on topics ranging from holistic health care to spirituality and wellness. Well, let's get back to the show. It's Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Toginet.com. Here again is your host, Dr. Peter DeVette. And we're back. You're listening to Dr. Peter DeVette Live. Again, uh, Susan Spence with me on the show today and, and Robin uh, Rogers, all the way from Minnesota, talking about uh, some of the challenges that she's been dealing with uh, health-wise. And um, uh, Robin, you know, you've been at it for a couple of days. Uh, we've done some uh, research on you, uh, you know, including my famous little uh, injections um, called segment therapy, S-E-G-M-E-N-T therapy. And um, so, you know, my question to you are, is, you know, are you noticing anything yet? Um. Notice I'm, I'm feeling much better. Um, um, the next morning, I um, felt like I had more energy, and I didn't feel um, fatigued, you know, like I got a good night's sleep. So I can tell a difference. Well, and, and it's going to be interesting for you to... to uh, Enough, uh, just see how how you do afterwards. One of the, th- the issues that we addressed uh, right in the beginning is you know is emotional stressors, and again you know this is a foreign concept for a lot of people listening uh, for the first time. But you know every disease, uh, and this is uh, written up in my first book, uh, Heal Thyself. Also my second book called Bringing Sexy Back: uh, Transforming the Body You Have into the Body You Want. Uh, but the concept that's absolutely key to understand is that the body is a reflection of our emotions and our beliefs uh you know and uh, even you know where we are spiritually uh in our lives so if if you think about a disease uh, we see same biology that every disease is meaningful and purposeful and um you know is associated with a very specific uh set of 
emotional conflicts. You know, so uh, so when we talk about leaky gut syndrome uh, in uh, recall healing, we say that um, you know everyone that has some leaky gut syndrome, uh, especially those with irritable bowel, you know, there's something that they are having a hard time assimilating. Uh, you know, so the gut. Uh, you know, certainly is massively influenced by our emotions, and in turn, that uh, also can affect every other part uh, of the body. Um, but again, the manifestation of leaky gut syndrome in the body depends on exactly what the conflict programs are. So, when you first came in the first day, we we had a little discussion about you know some of the stressors that you've been dealing with uh, in your life and and the importance of. Um, of dealing with those up front. We, we do a, a form of therapy called recall healing where we literally take people through a journey um, to help them understand you know exactly when their disease processes started and what what happened just before and then also uh, helping them to discover uh, what we call programming conflicts earlier in life that set the stage for these other diseases to develop uh, and even the biogenealogy. You know, we know that a lot of disease uh, is imprinted upon the body even before birth, and uh, it is not as much genetics as it is what we call epigenetics. So that's a fascinating little uh, journey for you to continue on, Robin, as uh, as you uh, make your best efforts to to uh, optimize your health. Also, want to quickly talk about the physical realm and what can be done to repair the gut lining. First and foremost, absolutely critical to get away from uh, GMO foods, genetically modified organisms is what GMO stands for. And most people in America are woefully ignorant about what is being done to our food supply. So there are certain companies that are engineering um, <clears throat> foods to be uh, more easier to grow, more resistant to drought, and so forth. But the price they were paying for that type of engineering is absolutely considerable. And uh, and so, so in America, companies don't have to list on their packaging that something is GMO. Other countries, like in Europe, most of Europe, if not all, all of Europe, you, know, you have to list on the package that something is GMO. Also important is uh, is the repair nutrients. You know, so there's a series of nutrients that that we use in repair. Uh, if you go to our website uh, shopqhi.com, you'll see um, you know uh, some of those nutrients that we have available. One is uh, is in a form called glutagenics. Glutagenics, which is a combination of aloe vera, licorice root, and uh, L-glutamine. L-glutamine is an amino acid that's absolutely critical for gut repair and does not have to go through the bloodstream. It goes directly through the surface. Same with aloe. Aloe is, uh, 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 Susan is going to explain to us what is an aloe that's absolutely critical to, uh, for that repair. And, um, and also part of that kit is the mucosa compositum, mucosa, spelled M-U-C-O-S-A, compositum, which is a combination of uh, homeopathics made from the different mucous membranes of the body so that the body can repair uh, all of its mucous membranes that are uh, often disrupted by food sensitivities. And then licorice root extract, which is actually an anti-inflammatory, natural anti-inflammatory for gut lining. And the other product on that package is digestion optimizer formula. So digestion optimizer formula uh, is a combination of enzymes, acid, and bile, 
to help you digest all of your foods. You take that before meals to literally set up your gut uh, for better digestion. So those three components is absolutely uh, extremely helpful and for many people critical to get uh, that gut lining repaired, you know, no matter what they are dealing with. So, Susan, that's often the first thing that we do in this office is uh, go about trying to repair that gut lining, trying to get people... Uh, you know, their food sensitivities identified, getting them off the foods that they're sensitive to, getting them off GMO foods, uh, getting them away from some of the, uh, you know, this, uh, the EMF sources that they're being inundated with. And, um, and uh, can you share with us what, uh, you know, about aloe vera and you know, some of these sugars that are so important in gut healing too? Uh, aloe vera contains an essential sugar called uh, D-mannose, uh, I can remember, five, I think there are eight of them, and right off the top of my head, I can remember five. Uh, D-mannose, fucose, galactose, glucose, arabinogalactin. Um, these are uh, essential sugars, and uh, you've probably heard of the uh, book Eat Right for Your Blood Type, which we also encourage patients to do that. And that's because there's a substance in food called lectins. And depending on what blood type you are, uh, the lectins in food will tend to stick to and irritate uh, your gut lining. Uh, and what they stick to are these essential sugars, depending on your blood type. And, and uh, did you tell me something real interesting um, earlier that the way they test for blood type? They use, they use plant lectins to type people's blood to see if you're A, B, O. A, B, you know. Uh, and that's something that was new to me. So a uh, very, very uh, interesting piece of information. It explains where Dr. D'Amato, you know, what maybe got him on the journey to, to understand food lectins more. Um, Robin, have you heard of that? Yes. Um, I've, I've heard of that, and um, I've, I've kind of looked at it, but not super closely because um, there are products out there that you can take um, for leptin um, that have certain um, sugars in it where it will attach to the sugar instead of uh, your cells. So yep. it and helps. That's a, and that's a, that's a great uh, uh, you know, a little uh, suggestion there. Uh, Susan, do you have any, besides aloe vera, any other uh, products that you know of that, uh, that, that has all these sugars in, in them? Uh, seaweed has uh, two or three, uh, any kind of seaweed. Um, and uh, there are a lot of fruits and vegetables like uh, beets, asparagus, um, Oh, what do you call those things you peel and they're really prickly? Uh, prickly pears. No, no. <laughs> but they're uh, found in foods like that, aloe, uh, where there's kind of like a, a sliminess to it on the inside. Um, cactus, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cactus fruit. Now, that's, uh, those, those are, are great suggestions. And now, uh, also, Ro- milk, milk sugar is in that list, too. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, Robin, what, what's your blood type? Um, a positive. I positive. So, you know, it's, it's interesting that, you know, every blood type has certain pre, 
predispositions to disease. So, when we, of course, this is, uh, has a lot to do with food sensitivities or what we call lectin sensitivities. But um, type A's tend to have weaker or weaker intestinal tracts, much more prone to develop food sensitivities, and you know autoimmune diseases associated. What are you going to say, Susan? Oh, I was going to say they also don't make as much hydrochloric acid as, say, a type O, a meat eater. Right. So achlorhydria or hypochlorhydria, that's the fancy names, for low acid production in the stomach, also low absorption of B12. So, um, uh, Robin, what we want to make sure before you leave, uh, Tyler, is uh, that you are uh, doing something to replenish your B12 levels as well. You can even do an injectable form uh, to really get your energy going and repair going in your body um, you know, for a month or two. Uh, sometimes I have my patients inject uh, hydroxycobalamin every day for about a month and then every other day for about a month and you know every three days for a month in just a gradual uh, tapering dose of um, you know B12 injectable. You can use methylcobalamin under the tongue. That's also available through our website at shopqhi.com. And we're at the end of our show, again, uh, time flies when you're having fun. Robin, uh, so thank you so much for coming on the show with us today. You did a great job. You're welcome. Uh, and uh, Susan, thank you so, so much. For those of you that are uh, listening again, uh, you can go to shopqhi.com, go to package specials, and then the irritable bowel syndrome package, and also the acid reflux package, both very, very helpful for um, and actually, they're very much uh, similar uh, in what is in them. And those three products that I mentioned uh, earlier are in those those packages. So you can take that to do 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 some repair, and also get a copy of my book, uh, "Heal Thyself: uh, Transform your, your Life, Transform Your Health, and Bringing Sexy Back: Transform the Body You Have into the Body You Want." Those two books are available at shopqhi.com. Call us at eight seven seven four eight four nine seven three five eight seven seven. We'll be back tomorrow. Thank you for being a part of Dr. Peter DeVette Live. We'll be here every weekday at 1 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Eastern, 